Hello, my name is Flick Beckett and welcome to The Love of Cinema, a Picturehouse podcast proudly sponsored by Kia, the champion of independent cinema nationwide. On today's programme, we're discussing She Said with director Mariah Schrader, based on the account of the New York Times journalists Megan Toohey and Jodie Cantor, which exposed the full extent of the Harvey Weinstein cover-up and the true life impact of his horrific crimes. Why is sexual harassment so pervasive and so hard to address? Let's interrogate the whole system. Hi, my name is Jody Cantor. I'm an investigative reporter for the New York Times. What have you got? I was told that the wrongdoing in Hollywood is overwhelming. I don't want to be quoted, period. Understood. In your previous stories, how did you persuade women to tell you what had happened to them? A case I made was, I can't change what happened to you in the past. But together, we may be able to help protect other people. The truth, basically. Welcome, Maria Schrader, to the Picture House podcast. And congratulations on She Said, which is not only an incredibly important film, but a really gripping and brilliant thriller. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So I wonder if we can open by discussing that balance of incredibly important film and gripping thriller and, <laughs> yeah, and, and you finding it to tell this story. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, as an, as an artist, you're kind of struggling with the word importance, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you know, these days and through all these crises we win, you really have to think of is art important? And yes, it is. It is important. It is culture is can be a lifesaver sometimes. But then another crisis, it's, you know, it's as we've all witnessed, it's uh, not so important. The fact that the story exists, the article that that came out, that is very important. That was very important for society. And uh, and as Jody and Megan, the reporters behind it, put it, we wrote a book because they wrote, she said, the factual report on you know all the details of their research. We wrote that book because we thought this story belongs to everyone, should be out there. And that's also the reason they entrusted us, the filmmakers, to bring it on the screen, you know, with in a different medium. But of course, the moment you 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 start the endeavor to make a feature film out of it, there is a there unevitable there is interpretation, you know, already the the choice of that actor report uh, playing that character every character is a real life is a real person out there in the world right already that decision is an artistic interpretation right so yes it's it's a fine line between capturing the truth of the story the reality and um and and at the same time create a piece of art, which which a movie still is, right? We are, it's not a documentary. It's not. It's not. But it feels like one at, at times. And I think, but and and not that it's a blurring of genres. You know, it is real. We know it's real, and it's very recent history as well. 
So that kind of blurring of the two genres, if you like, the, the documentary and the fictional narrative, tonally, I thought it was very understated, which I thought was really good. So that when you went from sort of the fictional narrative into almost documentary, when you have the real accounts from the survivors or the real audio, I felt like the film almost held its breath so that we gave these women and these accounts the space to be heard for the first time, really. Yes, that's beautifully put. That's really beautifully put. It's, uh, I think the specificity of this project is, as you pointed out, it's just so many layers of reality, right? It's, uh, it's the real workspace. New York Times opens their doors in uh, letting a movie shoot there in, in the newsroom where Jody and Megan really work and where the story came about. And um, And then I think the fact that it's the accounts of the true experiences of the real survivors, right? And that we have... Jody and Megan in the center, just it 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 led to the one and only decision, which I think is a challenging but incredibly necessary decision to open this project to all these multiple voices. We, of course, respected respected the individual decision to what degree to contribute, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so, this is why we have these, uh, why we have, for instance, this incredible powerful moment with Ashley Judd portraying herself, right? But we opened the scenes for uh, for the real witnesses and 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 people, you know, who shared their stories with Megan and Jody in the first place to make sure they're all right with the wording and you know how we, you know, put this events into a scene and um and the same with Jody and Megan who oversaw you know the details of you know the precise wording the and who were endless and generous sources for us and answered all our questions so yes it's that's a very specific thing about this project and also very it felt and I'm not sure if this is true very collaborative I can imagine yeah. all these voices you know, it felt like it was sort of beyond one person, if you know what I mean, even though, of course, you were at the helm. You know, I can imagine that you with Rebecca Lenkovich and with um, uh, uh, Tui and Kanta, all of you coming together with the women that, you know, have been so brave to to work out what was the best direction for each piece of the puzzle, if you see what I mean. Which was the best direction for each 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 piece of the puzzle so everyone had such a unique story in how they make so I wondered if say there was one person say like Gwyneth Paltrow who didn't want to appear that's fine so you told her piece of the puzzle in a specific way and then um with Ashley Judd she did want to appear so her piece of the puzzle was in that particular way and I wondered how collaborative it had to be with the script writers and with the journalists to bring yeah. that all together Incredibly collaborative process. Mm. It was an incredibly collaborative process. You're absolutely right. And uh, I mean, yeah, the contribution of 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 these people are, you know, uh, 
just different in a diff in a different way. And I remember very well we had a scene which was originally four pages and then it came back and it was 10 pages you know because that person thought no we also have to integrate that and it was not without doubt it was without doubt we shot it all and Gwyneth for instance de uh, decided to just uh, appear with her voice and I and and we did that recording just still while we were mixing so at the very end of it and Judith Codration. I mean, yeah, it requires a specific flexibility, but this multiple, this collaborative nature was was so much more important than sticking to, you know, a schedule and being rigid. No, being, you know, embracing all these things. That was that was our route. Let's go somewhere new. See worlds we've never seen before, so that we can feel inspired. Whether you're sitting in a cinema or in one of our cars, inspiration comes when we feel something new. That's why our electrified range is designed to take you on inspiring journeys. Kia, proud supporter of independent cinema. Kia, movement that inspires. And the film has been, of course, compared to, say, All the President's Men and Megan Tui and Jodie Cantor have been compared to Woodward and Bernstein. But also, I would like to bring in the element of the weapons-grade intimidation that they had to deal with and with babies. And what I thought was really clever about the film in, in the respect to that intimidation was it didn't make that the main journey it didn't define the journalists through the intimidation which it could have because of the violence that had been perpetrated towards the women with the attack and the subsequent ndas and i thought that was really clever how you didn't give those that patriarchal voice too much noise if you see what i mean yeah was, was that i mean it's it's interesting when you start to investigate, you find out that in our society, not only in our, you know, entertaining narratives, but in our society, you know, we were always very focused on perpetrators and why and what is the problem, right? And 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 also the films, the the narrative, it's almost it's always concentrated on the wrongdoers. <laughs> um it's really interesting and, and disturbing in some way. Because that publicity is always good publicity for them in a way. Whereas if you just ignore them, swipe them to one side, then I felt that it was really powerful not giving them the airtime. Yeah, yeah, true. And for for some reason, and we I think we point out some of them in the beginning of the movie, Harvey Weinstein just became this almost representative figure, this globally representative figure of the powerful man who abuses his position, right? And um, and reading Rebecca Lenkiewicz's script, I mean, it was my biggest relief. And, and I think the only right decision made clear, of course, we are following in the genre way this one investigation into the heart of Hollywood, but at the same time, you know, along that way, they find out 
systemic complicity so societal complicity you know it's uh and we all know you know this kind of misconduct happens all over the world in all kinds of industries with much lesser powerful figures than than Harvey Weinstein right you don't need to describe what brought him to that position or what you know yes so we wanted to focus on on the perspective of these two journalists and also on the perspective of of the brave women who shared their stories it's and we've never seen two female characters two female fierce professional journalists in the center of 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 a genre film like that never and with babies and done so well in that respect you know i i felt i saw my life <laughs> on on the screen wonderful wonderful <laughs> all very 3d well-rounded women that weren't sucked down by one thing or another they were just juggling you know as we all need to do you know as as well as being unbelievably brave i mean the, the tagline that i thought to myself was you know courage dancing in heels backwards which was <laughs> the, you know, the ginger rogers quote from um but but that was it you know when people rarely get to see women who look ordinary and that their vulnerability in a way was shown through you know and hold, just holding a baby you see how vulnerable they are wearing a dress you see how vulnerable they are just the the sort of sartorial choices that you made were enough if you see what I mean thank so, you yeah we wanted we wanted to include that kind of normality and excess as excess how do you say that to have them you know one side is, of course, they are A-class journalists and incredibly good at what they do and 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 prove a perseverance and a passion for it. And probably they would call that jobs as maybe you would too, a vocation rather than, you know, a nine-to-five job. Uh, and at the same time, yes, you're, they're, they're humans. They take the subway. They're late for meetings. They're juggling. They they know their husbands are taking over in this particular phase of the investigation. They're grateful. They're still juggling. And they also, not only that, they um they're also doubting what they're doing. You know, they have uh, sleepless nights because these women entrusted them with their most personal stories, and they. And now they fear they might be not able to publish it and may, might not be able to do something with that. So I think, yes, it's it's important to 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 portray these women as humans, accessible and not bigger than life, you know, movie heroines. Because the incredible truth about all of this is that it has been a very few it has been a group of very few people you know journalists and witnesses took the courage and 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 the passion to bring this story out to to the world and and we witnessed they changed the world and that is an inspiring thing right uh and they were like you and me 
there were existence from the 90s you know they're not famous or in any ways specifically privileged they're they just had this courage and this trust to start talking and um and and trusting Jody and Megan and Jody and Megan had the ability to 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 approach them in the way that they that that Laura Madden, Zelda Perkins felt they could entrust them. Yeah. Which yeah. is a beautiful, inspiring thing. It's it really, really is. And you know, like by taking the, you know, having that monster lurking in the background was one thing. But for me, what defined the film was these women finding their being given their voices in a way by these two journalists who may not have even realized that that's what they were doing. They didn't know the magnet the, the the scale of the case that they were dealing with you know so it no was, one knew right no yeah exactly so it was kind of like it was a, a, a marvelous example of female collaboration when we're allowed to what what can come of people coming together you know when they always said oh we must get all these women in a room they were kind of doing that not physically but they were doing it emotionally and spiritually getting all the women in the room so they could suddenly go ah oh, that was me that was me that was me and I thought that's what defined their journey was that they didn't necessarily know that's what they were doing but they were creating an army yeah and that being said I, I mean my own experience finding out about all these details what it entails you know to be able to publish a story like that these back and forth and it, I, I can just say I my own trust and belief in journalism like that, you know, was so assured. And I I consider these people, even though you probably call it an English legacy journalism, you know, old fashioned, the old fashioned way. And yes, it's almost related to how Woodward and Bernstein worked by then. But at the same time, it feels so modern that it feels so modern that Jody and Megan, I mean, opinions, assumptions uh, do not count for nothing for them until they can really prove facts and, you know, and prove that this is true facts. I find it incredible. And then the institution behind them, providing them with a resource, I... I, I think it's an enormous testimony, again, you know, after Woodward and Bernstein by then, uh, to how journalism can influence the world. Yes, and I think the film is, is a rallying cry to newspapers around the world to please, please do carry on investing in this kind of journalism, because it does, it does absolutely change lives. And, uh, you know, like to go back to our opening conversation about whether culture you know in a film like this is important I absolutely 100% believe that cinema is vital as a vital lifeblood of society and I, I would say that because I work for cinema but I, I do that because I passionately believe it too and I think seeing a film like this in a cinema is really important which is what how I saw it where there was not many of us because it was a press screening, but we were gathered together. And at the end of it, I had to sit and contemplate what I had seen. I was extremely moved, you know, and there was a few of us that got together and just, you know, and I think culturally that's so important 
you're you're doing the cinematic version of what the um, journalists did. You know, what what are your feelings on this film being seen in a cinema? Yes, I. Yet I once sat through the film with an audience, and that was the premiere in New York, and um, it was, of course, very emotional for me because it's also, you know, it's it's kind of you let you let your child take off <laughs> and say goodbye, because I literally kept on working on it like three weeks before the premiere, so. But also, you're right. I mean, you're right. It's a, it's a shared experience and sitting in the room with so many people, feeling the concentration and feeling the reactions. I was particularly happy that there was a lot of laughter in the beginning. <laughs> and so they discovered the humor. We tried to sneak in there. And <laughs> it was truly wonderful. It was truly wonderful. And... Yeah, every I mean the survivors were there, and you feel it's it's a movie, but it's also you know the story, and it's so vital still, and you could feel that. And I really hope that the movie just gives this impulse to continue the conversation and to start speaking to each other, as you say you did after your screening. People talk to each other. Yes, it's it's that connection, and when there's connection, these intimidating forces can't well, are, are less strong for sure so just one very like, quick question so the shift is seismic and I have a 12 year old and 8 year old daughter and they they see films pre sort of 2016 and that they're less comfortable with that's it and female directors and the female narrative is now so much stronger has have you felt that is that your experience as a director that things have really shifted or is there still a long way to go? I think there is still a long way to go and I do think things have shifted. <laughs> so yes to both of your questions. <laughs> and I'm going to have to finish there. It was a very nice meeting you. Likewise. Thank you so much for joining us. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.